More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. One, welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, Saturday Strong Edition. As usual, the great predictor. Coming off a great week of predictions. We'll go over that in a little bit. And uh, Minnesota Tim Peraska, who said he's been up. Now, we're we're taping this, or we're, we're recording this. Tape. I don't know why I say taping, Tim. But we're re- recording this at 6 a.m. in the morning, Friday morning. But you've already done two hours of prep for this show, is what you're telling me. Yes. Yes. I was, I've been up since 4 a.m. prepping for the podcast. I was awakened by my, um, by my alarm, but not my alarm clock. It was the fire alarm that was going off. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't the fire alarm that was going off that was, there wasn't a fire in the building. It was the apartment fire alarm that needed a battery change. Oh, I hate that. So we got up, I got up and, uh, started working on the deal. I was, I was trying to unplug the fire alarm. Did you just pull it out of the wall, Tim? That was just my pull plan. pull it right out of the wall. Yeah. 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 That was my plan. However, this was a high tech fire alarm. So then I was going after the battery because, and then I went after the battery to disable the fire alarm and I couldn't get the battery out. So then the wife got out of bed to disable the fire alarm and work on the battery. She gets the battery out of the fire alarm. You would think the problem would be solved, right? No, it wasn't. The fire alarm is still going off. So we're trying to monkey with it, Cut trying the to pull it out Cut the, the wire, trying the to wires. figure something out. Yeah, we're, we're working on something. We're trying all these different techniques to get this thing to stop beeping because it's doing the beep once every 30 seconds deal yeah, when it needs yeah. a new battery. Right. And um, we're just, we can't figure it out. So we hop in our car, we drive a half a mile to the closest holiday gas station at 4 a.m. in the morning. 
and uh, we get a new battery. We come back, we place it in the fire alarm, still doesn't work. Haley's like, okay, I'm going to bed. So I said, go to bed. I'm going to. So I I YouTube it. I said, how do you fix a fire alarm battery? How do you place it into the fire alarm? What was the solution, Tim? What was the solution? We had the battery in backwards. We had the positive on the negative side and the negative on the positive side. I flipped it after watching the YouTube video because when you looked inside the fire alarm, one of the, you know, the, the positive side looked like it entered the negative side. It was, it was bigger on that side, but it just didn't. But four in the morning, you're not thinking straight to four in the morning. Uh, but that's something that we've all been through. The, the fire alarm system warning you that your battery is almost dead. So you got to go change the battery. Now what you, you should do, Tim, is let's just take this. You don't have to jump off. I tell this to students. You don't have to make the mistake to to learn the lesson. So you've gotten one of them changed, right? Yes. Change all of them. Change all of them. Even though they're not buzzing, put new batteries in because the other ones are just about to go too. Why is that? I don't believe that. Yeah. Well, you'll see. You'll see. And they typically go off right in the middle of the night, you know, right when you're sleeping. You know, it's just, just one of those things, just that you do not have to make the mistake to learn the lesson. How's your living situation going? Last I heard, you were still ramping it up in the hotel. Yeah, we're still in the hotel. Uh, we were Are you about, sick of it? Are you getting sick of it? No, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, right now, I'm uh, batching it. Uh, Michelle is, is visiting her mom in California. Uh, her mom's in her 90s. Um, and so I'm batching it. I'm uh, just uh, watched a little TV last night, fell asleep with the TV on. Never do that when Michelle's there. We usually turn the TV off. And so it, uh, it's good though. Uh, working hard. It's very hot here. It's been, it's been unusual weather here in, in the Midwest, upper South, wherever you call it, where Dallas is. Uh, we've had a lot of rain in August, which typically August is very dry and hot. Now it's hot and humid. It's going to be heat index about 106 today. So, wow. yeah, I mean, you, you, you'll know what sweating's like when you go outside because you, you, it doesn't take you long. Yeah, it's been 90, it was 97 degrees on Thursday in Minnesota. And um, it's been extremely hot here. No rain. We're in a, we've got a drought going on. The farmers need some rain and we're not getting any rain. Um, and I would consider Dallas to be Southwest and I'd consider Minnesota to be Northwest. That's what, right. That's how that works. So let's just talk just uh, briefly, just about politics. Uh, a lot of counties and States are changing rules on the, the COVID, uh, the Greg Abbott, the governor from Texas said, there's a lot of counties and cities that are man doing mandatory masks and, uh, uh, you know, you can't go into a place unless you have a mask on. But Governor Abbott says we're not doing that. They took it to uh, had a judgment and our great governor saying, hey, it's voluntary. Now, people have to take responsibility for their own health. They have to take responsibility. It's not the responsibility of government to baby us. We've got to just be responsible. So uh, I wonder what it's what is it like up in the great state of Minnesota? Um, Minnesota is still doing pretty good. Um, they have not enforced masks yet. Uh, they have not enforced the vaccine yet. Um, 
Minnesota, this was a big mistake. Haley and I were watching the local news channel last night, and uh, I used to work in a place that was similar to a nursing home. I was a PCA, a personal care assistant, at a group home for people that had disabilities back in the day. And Joe uh-huh. Biden signed this executive order that in order to work at a nursing home, you need to be fully vaccinated. But everyone realizes that as any experience with nursing homes, that nursing homes have already have huge issues with filling up and getting employees because nobody wants to work at a nursing home. It's a very difficult and challenging job. Right. And now you're making it 10 times harder to find employees because you go to a small town like where I'm from, and there's a lot of people that are not vaccinated. And there's nursing homes. So that is something that's been stirring up lately. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, that's what's in our lives right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, let's talk about a little bit of golf. Let's, let's, before we take our first break, let's, we've got the playoffs just started this week. Northern Trust uh, Open. Up there, Liberty National. Have you been watching at all? I did not watch, but I watched several highlights. Okay, well, that's good. The highlights are good. Uh, what do you think of the course? I love the course. I really do enjoy it. Um, the background of New York City and the Statue of Liberty, that's great. Uh, players seem to like the golf course a lot. I listened to Tom Kite on Michael Breed's show, just a highlight of it, um, about how they designed the golf course. And there was a lot that went into it, as there is every golf course in the world. But um, I, I, I like it. What are, your, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I mean, they've changed it a little bit. They've made it a little bit more playable over the years. I mean, back when they first used it a, a number of years ago, what was it? Uh, probably, gosh, uh, seven, eight years ago. They used it for a, a tournament, and one of the comments was that it's a, just another example of uh, destroying a perfectly good dump uh, and uh, creating some type of goofy golf course. But it, it does look better now. I know it. I've been out there. I've played that course. There's not a lot of room for the galleries. I don't know how big the galleries are out there, but uh, not, not a lot of room for the galleries. We, we remember the President's Cup was hosted there at Liberty National a few years ago. That's where. Kevin Kisner and Phil Mickelson taunted the team of Siwoo Kim and Hideki Matsuyama when they danced in front of them. Remember that? That that uh, kind of the bad sportsmanship deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was everyone enjoyed it. That's where they told Siwoo, shake that ass, shake that ass. Remember that? Wasn't that the Players' Championship? I don't think that was it. No, that was that wasn't at the Players. That was at Liberty National. That's that is a typical. That's what's great about the New York fans is that they've got great imagination. In fact, when they announced Siwoo Kim on the first tee, and uh, I think he was playing against Jordan Spieth in a team match. I, I forget who Jordan was playing with, but it, when the guys started singing Siwoo, shake at that ass, shake at that ass, uh, Jordan Spieth started cracking up. He thought it was very funny, <laughs> uh, as did most people. So, uh, you know they've got the great they've got the great fans out there, just like the the Northeast. Boston had great fans; they're known for great fans. Uh, Minnesota, great fans. Dallas, lukewarm fans. You know we're gonna we'll we'll bandwagon. We'll jump on the bandwagon if our team or our players doing well. But uh, as soon as they're not doing well, we'll be very critical. Very critical. Hmm. 
Well, let's um, take our first break, and when we come back, let's let's talk about Jordan Spieth. Um, let's talk about his chances to make the Ryder Cup team as a Ryder Cup captain's pick. Let's see if Steve Johnson thinks Jordan Spieth should be on the Ryder Cup captain's pick. Um, should be on the should be on the team. Um, I also saw this interesting story on Justin Thomas. Uh, it was from Joel Beal, a Golf Digest writer, and uh, it says Justin Thomas putting an old putter back in the bag because a 15-year-old called him out is just fantastic. So we're going to talk about those two stories next on the Hank Canyon Podcast. But first, go to VoodooPainRelief.com for a free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. This product will take care of your aches and pains, and it is a patented formula. So go to VoodooPainRelief.com. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? It look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're coming off a strong segment one, Tim. Strong segment one. Little politics, a little, uh, you know, COVID talk. Divulged into a lot of different categories. Yeah, yeah. But now we're, we're going to talk about, uh, you talked about Jordan Spieth going into the break. And, you know, he is, uh, he's in the playoffs. They, now, have they already set the teams for the, have they already, is the, is the time period where a guy could qualify on his own merits 
that over for the Ryder No, it Cup? is not. It is okay. over after the BMW next week. Okay. So that, that's, that's good to know because I've been, I was looking at the, the teams here, the Ryder Cup teams, and uh, we're right in the middle of the first leg of the playoffs here where the guys are playing for a lot of money. But I'm thinking, okay, Steve Stricker's got to pick his team. And, you know, we've got a strong team. And we've got a lot of young players that are, that are good players. Uh, as we speak right now, Friday morning, we have six guys that are, are locked in right now uh, that are the, the part of the top, uh, you know, automatic qualifiers. Colin Morikawa, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley. Very strong, strong team, huh? Yeah, very strong. So you got six, and then you've got what? You've got uh, how many more picks? You got six more picks or four more get, picks? I thought it was four more picks, but do you get okay. six more picks? I think it's okay, four Okay, I know. Picks. I mean, it's four more picks. Okay, so just going down the line here, and you brought up the hypothetical is should Jordan be a pick? He's number seven on the list right now. Now you've got two more events. You've got uh, the Northern Trust and the BMW, and after the BMW, everyone's locked in. So that's when Steve Stricker has to make some of the toughest toughest phone calls in the world and we remember absolutely jim furick hated it he hated having to make the calls and telling the guys that they were out but the next four on the list just right now with two weeks left is jordan speed harris english patrick reed daniel berger pretty good team right there man now we've got a couple guys spots 11 through 14 at least 11 through 13 or these are the, these are guys that have been on president's cups teams before. Some of them have been on Ryder cup teams that, uh, there'll be some juggling around here. That's what my, one of my great predictions is, is this team is going to juggle around here over the next two weeks based on uh, the play at the playoffs. So you've got number 11, Patrick Cantlay. He's, he's a uh, Patrick Cantlay's He's up there in the world rankings. He's up there in the FedEx cup points. I mean, he's number three on the FedEx Cup list for this year. And then number 12, Tony Finau, always a, a popular fan favorite. Webb Simpson, 13. And then Scotty Scheffler, 14. So Steve Stricker is going to have some tough, tough phone calls to make uh, because not all these guys are going to be able to make this team. And yeah. no one's going to turn it down. Now, there were some calls after last week when the Cobra – a.k.a. Kevin Kisner, won the tournament <laughs> in a big playoff, that, hey, Kevin Kisner should be on the Ryder Cup team. If Kevin Kisner is not on the Ryder Cup team, Steve Stricker is crazy. That's what the word was from the fans. Well, this week, uh, Kevin Kisner is shooting like he's shooting way high. He's after one round, I think he's five over, three over, something like that. He's way up there. He's uh, yeah, he's five he's over showing He's showing his true colors here. You know, I mean, it takes a lot out of you to win, especially winning in the, in the fashion that he did in that playoff. So, I mean, I, I, don't, think, uh, I don't think he's going to make the team. And I know we've got a couple weeks. He's, he's got, not going to get any points this week because uh, he's, if they did have a cut, do they, have a, they do have a cut this week. He will get cut. So he'll have the weekend off. He'll go be spitting on the ground at, uh, down in Manhattan. He'll be spitting all over the place. Uh, he won't make the team. Did he watch no his way. win last week? Were you proud of him? I, I saw him. I, I, there's something weird going on with his eyes, though. He looks like he's, he's, uh, 
he's got the weird eye going. He's got the <laughs> not the stink eye, but he has he looks he looks weird. A lazy little little lazy eye going on. No, he's got like uh, he's like he's got one eye staring at you, and the other one's kind of out on the side. That's it's a lazy like, eye. Uh, it's like a frog deal, you know. Like that's a lazy got, eye, Steve. What are you talking about? Is that what that is? Is that what that is? Yeah, okay. yeah. Have you ever seen someone with a lazy eye before? I stand corrected. Then I stand corrected. Another big storyline with the Ryder Cup picks too is that Patrick Reed ranked nine on the list, and Mister Captain America himself, who is probably the second most disliked player on the PGA Tour, right behind Bryson DeChambeau, right ahead of Bryson DeChambeau. He withdrew from the Northern Trust Open with an ankle issue. So that potentially opens up the deal for somebody else outside of the top 11 to get inside. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it it does give you an opportunity. But uh, Patrick Reed will be on that team. So, I mean, we don't even have to, we don't have to, yeah, we don't have to even second guess. He will be on that team for sure. Um, We've got a team of guys that are, We've got two different camps on the U.S. team. Now, we know football starting here pretty soon. We know in football teams, it's typically the linemen hang out together, the receivers hang out together. The, they've got little groups of guys. The guys that, that typically build a, a tight camaraderie are the guys that play together. Um, and that's what's going to happen on the U.S. team. You're going to have the friendly which would include Justin Thomas and which would include a Jordan Speed, which would include a lot of the guys that we know. And then we've got the unfriendlies, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, Patrick Reed, uh, among others that, uh, guys that, uh, they're, they're there. It's not, it'll be interesting to see how Steve Stricker brings his team together because this is a team, this is a, a super dysfunctional team. And it's not like college golf where you, You've got a team, you call them a team of five guys, but everyone's playing their own ball. Everyone's playing their own game. Every, it's an individual sport, but you add them up. That's the only thing that makes it in a team. In this format, not only do you have guys playing their own ball, but you guys have guys playing alternate shots, so they're playing in with each other. I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for the U.S. team. Um, we've got a strong team, but I'm looking forward to some, some – and I hope – the guys that are that are covering this, the reporters that are covering this, can dig in and find out what's really going on in the U.S. locker room. Hmm. So, are you going to make your four picks now? Or are you going to do that next week? I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting because, uh, I mean, I, to be honest, I mean, our team. I mean, I really, I don't really, I don't think it matters much who we pick. I really? think we just go right down the list. I think we, if we just go right down the list. And we pick if we've got ten guys, uh, and we're we're are we picking? Are we going to twelve? Is that what we're doing, or ten? Ten, I think. Okay, so I mean, you've got you may you could go right down the list, but here's what I think is going to happen at this point. I thought it was eight, and then four captains' picks. Eight and four. Okay, all right. Well, we'll have to during our second break. We're going to have to check. We're going to have to fact check just to make sure. So if it's eight. You've got Jordan Spieth and Harris English. It's weird here on the Ryder Cup rankings right now. It only has the top six who are actually kind of qualify based on points. Hmm. The top six. I see that. So maybe there's maybe there's six 
Okay, let's let's pause here for a second. Okay, we a little technical. Let's pause here just for a second. We're going to check out here, and I'm going to. I'm gonna oh, get this is here. the issue. Okay, the point system for the American team will include the top six players on the points list securing spots on the U.S. team. Previously, the top eight players had been expected to secure spots. You thought we were talking about four years ago, or what? Yeah, the, the remaining six players will be selected and announced by Captain Stricker following the 2021 Tour Championship. Okay, Previously, so get, the so captain was to select four players. So okay. that's why this okay. is different. It's a different format okay. this year. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds... You know, Phil Mickelson's right there at 19. Would you take him? No, you can't take Phil Mickelson. Would you take Max Homa at 20? Absolutely. That's my man. Okay. Would you take Kevin Kisner at 18? No, I would not take Kevin Kisner at okay. 18. Would you take Billy Ho? No, Billy I would Horschel. not take Billy Ho. Here's the players that I would choose, okay? So you got six players to pick. Jordan Spieth, obvious choice. I'm going to pick Harris English. I'm picking Patrick Reed, Daniel Berger, Patrick Cantley. I'm skipping Tony Finau, and then I'm picking Webb Simpson. Wow. Okay. Mine very similar at this point, but I, I, this is not my final final. Um, I'm skipping number 10, Daniel Berger, and I'm putting Webb Simpson on there. I'm t- picking Tony Finau, Patrick Cantlay, Harris English, Jordan Spieth, Patrick Reed. Jumping over number 10, Daniel Berger, and picking Patrick Cantlay, Finau, Simpson. Hmm. I think that would be a popular pick. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Steve Stricker is probably, he's got the, the test tubes out. He's got the board out. He's got the draft board. Um, but one of the things that he's trying to figure out too is he's trying to figure out who do I put together? Who do I put together with, uh, you know, Jordan Spieth's an easy one to put someone together with. He typically will say, he'll, he'll dive on the sword and he'll say, you know what? I'll, I'll play with Patrick Reed. I'll play with that. That's fine. I, I, you know, I'll play with anybody. Yeah. Uh, Harris English is going to be nervous as anything. Uh, Patrick Reed will say, play me with anyone. Uh, but uh, he'll, he's a needler. Patrick Canlay, Tony Finau. Tony Finau is going to be a, a tough guy to play with because he plays such a different game. He's all over the place. Um, putting is an issue for him. Uh, but we'll talk more about that over the next coming weeks. But uh, we do have... My my takeaway from today's analysis is the U.S. has a strong team, Tim. U.S. strong. The European has a strong team, too, but we'll dive into that next in Justin Thomas' story that I mentioned earlier. Go to HaneyUniversity.com to improve your golf game. Instructional email straight to your email inbox, HaneyUniversity.com. Plus, there is a daily newsletter with those instructional emails, and there's going to be a big announcement coming soon on the website that is explaining why Hank is coming back from teaching and where he'll be and all that good stuff. We'll be right back on the Hank Haney Podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Campbell. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to the Hank Haney Podcast, Saturday Strong Edition. Steve Johnson, the great predictor, along with Minnesota Tim Parajka. Uh, we've been talking a little bit of uh, with a little bit of fire fire alarm mishaps. We've been talking a little bit of Ryder Cup. We'll talk about that more. As we get closer, two more weeks for the Captain Steve Stricker before he has to make the most difficult phone call in the world, uh, not to tell uh, his brothers and sisters that his parents died or anything like that, but he's got to tell somebody that they didn't make the Ryder Cup team, the U.S. Ryder Cup team. He has, did you say six picks? Six picks. When we actually faxed the che- uh, did the little fax checking, uh, six picks, so 12 players on the team. It used to be four picks. That's why it was confusing. Okay. So you, you teased us at the start of the show and talked about Justin Thomas. And he's one of our favorites. Uh, we've talked about him. He was on Hank's radio show. Uh, his father was on Hank's radio show. We talk about him a lot. He's one of the up-and-comers. He's one of the new breed. Uh, I relate him to old-school Curtis Strange. He's intense. He's a nice kid. Really hard worker. Uh, it's not about the money for him. Do you remember when you called him out at the beginning of the year and then he really disliked that? And then um, and then he got in trouble. How did, I, how did I call him out? How did I call him out? I don't out? remember. I think you called out his attitude or something. Well, you know, I mean, he his attitude is typically pretty good. He's a kid. I was there when on his rookie year on the PGA Tour, and I can remember... Uh, what, the guy that I was watching, Scott Pinckney, was friends with him. 
and they would they weren't pal around together, but they were they would talk and all that. And uh, Justin Thomas would was always asking questions and trying to get more knowledge from the officials. Hey, if I was in this situation, he brought up a great situation in in San Antonio in the Texas Valero Open. Uh, Aaron Badley hid on the 17th hole, which is a very drivable par four. He pulled it into the crappy area. I mean, it, there's uh, a brush, there's trees, uh, short little trees, there's rocks. It's just a gnarly area. So then he re-tees, he hits a provisional ball off the tee. Tim, this is a hell of a story. With his tee shot, he knocks it in the hole. What? Or on the green or something like that. Yeah, on a par four. And so Justin Thomas's question was, is, hey, if that provisional ball is on the green, why would I even go look for that other ball? Let's just declare it lost. And I can say, hey, I'm on the green in three. Because if you go find that ball, yes, you're hitting your second shot, but it could be an unplayable line. It could be in a real, it could be in a mess. So that's what he asked the, the official. He said, if someone would have found that ball, would he have had to play that ball? Hmm, that's a good question. And the, the official says, don't go look for that ball. Just leave that ball alone. Leave it over there and just declare it lost. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. Oh, this is, uh, oh, no, this is not the, I thought that. I, I thought I found the quote of you talking about Justin Thomas, but I did not find the quote of you talking about Justin Thomas. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was a little controversial take that he had last fall, and then he got in trouble, and it ended up being accurate. So, you know yeah. what you're, you see the future pretty well. But anyway, the story is this. So, Justin Thomas, on why he changed putters this week, it says, from Justin Thomas himself, you're going to laugh at me. I had my AJG event last week, and there was this junior am, and my dad had a couple of students. There was a girl, Abigail, that he teaches that I went out to go see because I played a couple of rounds with her. She's a really good player, and she was playing with, I think, another two girls and a girl that my dad teaches, and then a boy. He was using the putter, pretty much my putter, that Scotty Cameron, the line that we kind of came out with, and he was like, you know, when are you going to start using? When are you going to start using it again? Are you still using the long neck? I was like, yeah, I am. And I was kind of explaining it. And he's just like, well, when are you going to start using it again? And I found myself defending myself to this 15 year old. I was like, why am I not using this thing? I have had a lot of success. It's not like I'm making a lot of putts with what I have. If you're putting well, any of us can go out and putt with anything. I don't know. It kind of hit me. I'm like, the kid's got a point. They designed a putter after it. Maybe I should bring it out. When I brought it out, it looked good. It felt good. Again, a lot of familiar feelings with it. So Justin Thomas opens with an eight under par, 63 in the opening round at the Northern Trust Open and has the co-lead. He's warming up on the range right now as we speak. Steve, what is it about a putter change that just all of a sudden gives players feels and confidence again? Well... First of all, let's go back and let's look at the stats here. Justin Thomas for the year is 120, ranked 126 in strokes gained putting. He's minus 0.05, almost 0.06 strokes per round uh, minus, which is, is, is poor. That's you about his average, though. That's about where he is normally on the PGA Tour. Yeah, but uh, he has gone through streaks on his winning. 
And then it, it, it does go in streaks. When a guy can put it together, and we'll get to his, his putter in a second, but but his the performance is like uh, valleys, peaks, and valleys throughout the whole year. You go through a, a course that you appreciate, greens that you can read, putting the ball along your intended line, and you'll putt well. But when some of those variables do not match up in your game, it doesn't matter what you use. I think I'm saying the great predictor is saying it's not going back to a putter that does it. It's a, pretty much a coincidence. Uh, feels are made over time. And if that were the case, every time you'd go back to the putter you used when you were a kid, you'd putt good, which is not true. And that's not true. I mean, that, that just doesn't happen. So I would think, it, hey, it's, it was fortunate. This is a putter that's a good putter. Uh, I'm going to put it in. He's been working hard on his putting technique. I'm not sure exactly what he's doing in his technique, but he's been working hard on it. That's one of the things that I said back when he was a rookie that he needed to work on is his short putts. And uh, I mean, you look at his approaches to the green, around the green, uh, tee to green. Overall, he's ranked 13th in strokes gained, and he's ranked 126th in putting. I think that everyone has a weak part to their game. This is the weak part of Justin Thomas's game to simplify it and say, Hey, it was this putter. Why didn't I bring this putter back earlier? I would have been doing a lot better. It's just not accurate, Tim. Hmm. Another topic that we need to talk about, and this is going to be an executive decision by the great predictor in Minnesota, Tim. So there is a potential possibility, and when I say a potential possibility, there is... That's a little redundant right there, Tim. A little redundant. Potential possibility. Potential possibility. Yeah, that is true. There is a possibility. There is the potential that Minnesota Tim is getting removed from the golf podcast at iHeartRadio and is getting moved to a different sport on iHeartRadio, specifically the NFL. So the question is, does the Saturday Strong continue to go on on Fridays? And the great predictor, Steve Johnson and Minnesota Tim, because I'll still have access to the podcast, do we keep on moving it forward? Next week would be the last week if we did not keep it going. Well, I mean, this is this is the first I'm hearing of this, Tim. This is the first I'm hearing. Yes, I heard this week. Wow. That uh, So you're going to be doing podcasts for the NFL on Saturdays and Sundays or full-time? Full-time. But for iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio is just moving me from golf to the NFL. What does Hank say about that? Well, the podcast is still going on. Jeremy Eisenberg is leading the charge. He's going to be producing? No, he's not producing, but his team is going to be producing. Really? Jeremy Eisenberg is with Octagon Sports. That's Hank's agent. Yeah. Uh, wow. That, that, uh, I mean, if I wouldn't have been sitting down, that would have knocked me down in the seat right there. I, you know, I, I, I love doing the podcast with you, Tim. I hope the listeners enjoy listening to it. I hope they feel like we're bringing something to them that uh, they maybe not already know. Um, they sure didn't know until you told them that your battery was bad at the, uh, <laughs> the uh, you know, the fire, what, what alarm? the fire alarm. Yeah, I mean, they didn't know that. They didn't know that your wife had to fix it until you told us. Uh, they didn't know you were a youth minister until you told us. Yeah. I think we need to carry on, Tim. I think okay. we need to carry on. We can do that. So we just carry the torch. 
Uh, and we can talk a little bit. You know how, how much I know about the NFL. Uh, you know, maybe uh, you, you're going to get me on one of those podcasts as a predictor. You are a great predictor. You do see the future. You talked about your great predictions at the beginning of this podcast. Have you nailed some recently or what? Uh, I have nailed some. Uh, and, and a lot of them, uh, our listeners won't know. It's, I, I know that, uh, you know that they were accurate. But uh, they're like minutia, so I, I'm saving I'm saving my big ones for the Ryder Cup, for the FedEx playoffs. Um, yeah, I mean our listeners wouldn't know, but I, I just wanted to put it on record, put it on on airwaves that I have been hitting a lot of predictions lately. Really, like what? Yeah, I mean like uh, my coworker Becca. Uh, the dentist said that she would, she was going to have to have a root canal. Yeah. And I said, let me look at that tooth here for a second, Beck. I said, no, no root canal for you. Sure enough, no root canal. Really? So you yeah. outsmarted doctors that go to dentist Yeah, I mean, school. you know, x-rays, x-rays and all that stuff, they can be misleading. Um, I said, no, no, uh, no root canal. And sure enough, no root canal. Wow. Again, I'm, that's a victory for me. Yeah, yeah, was she it's proud? A small victory. Was she happy? Oh yeah, she said you got it again. She texted me. She said you're right again, Steve. No root canal. She didn't want to have one either. But uh, nobody wants so one let's, of those. Let's get back to let's get back to this. So how how did they tell you you were getting fired <laughs> off this podcast? Oh, how did they tell me I'm getting fired? Are are we auditioning? Are we auditioning new producers? Is Hank auditioning new producers for uh, for the podcast? No, no. It, Jeremy Eisenberg's team under him are going to be producing the show from now on. Okay. You know what that means? No, I don't. That means I'm out. Why are you out? Well, I mean, you know, I, I really don't have much to do with uh, that, that team. Oh, well, Friday mornings, we can still control. We can still record the podcast and I can still produce okay. it on my end. Well, you you need to see if what the name needs to be then because... Uh, you need to see if Hank would allow the Hank Haney Saturday Strong, or uh, or he's going to go a different direction. <laughs> no, he'll still allow it. Maybe I'm getting fired. Maybe I'm getting fired. Maybe, maybe I'm not getting fired, but you're getting fired, and this is my nice yeah. way of telling you. Okay, <laughs> I love that. I love that. But you know what? Hey, you know what? Things change. Things change, and uh, whatever happens, I'm good with it. And, uh, I just want to tell you, well, I mean, let's, let's assume that we're going to be doing, we're going to be moving on, but let's. You said we weren't moving on. So I anticipate that we weren't moving on. No, no. I meant that we're going to continue with the podcast. Oh yes. Yes. Let's assume that we're going to continue. But if we, if we're not going to continue, this is my opportunity to tell you that, uh, I think you need to shave. (laughs) I think you need to grow up a little bit. Um, the, the hair, the hairstyle's good. We're going to be on next week too. So don't, don't ruin, don't blow your bridges yet. Okay. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to save that, but we're going to do <laughs> you the assumption is the assumption is, well, I got more, I got more in the bag for you too. <laughs> uh, I've got, uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to assume that we're going to continue to do the Saturday strong podcast. But if not, tomorrow, I'm going to, or not tomorrow, but next week, I'm going to have my farewell for Tim Prochka. Oh, man. Wow. Wow. 
This is you're gonna blow your bridges, then you're gonna unfollow me on Twitter, and then we're gonna we're gonna be recording again, and then you're gonna follow me again after I call you out, and then we're gonna whole we're gonna start the whole shtick all over again. Oh, Peaks man. and valleys, buddy. Peaks yeah. and valleys. I just still can't believe you unfollowed me on Twitter. Well, after I called you after the remarks you made on Sirius XM, and I was I there didn't make for any you. Remarks. I asked a question. I asked a question. Did you know that the women's U.S. Open was this week? <laughs> after you antagonized. And then you know what? The floodgates opened. <laughs> the floodgates opened. You know, you're, you're responsible for my marriage. You know that. Really? Why well, is that? Because if you didn't ask the question, I wouldn't be here in Minnesota. You're welcome. You're welcome. You've got a, you've got a great wife. I do. And you need to keep, you need to keep uh, maturing in your leadership of your family. Yes. And stick with the youth ministry. Yes. Don't do anything bizarre in the youth ministry. I mean, those kids need, they need really good uh, male role models. Um, I mean, it, uh, we're kind of, we're languishing here, so we better end this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we really as usual, we better, as uh, usual, like, I mean, you know, because this is about playing golf. And so tell our listeners how to get the most out of their game. You can send a video to golf schools with an S at HankCaney.com, a down-the-line video, and Steve and one of the guys, instructors at the Hank Haney Golf Ranch, will likely get back to you as long as they're not overloaded with videos. And they will teach you how to get better at golf. They'll send you a full game plan. And then you can also go to HaneyUniversity.com and sign up for the free newsletter with instructional emails. And you can also follow us on Twitter at GreatPredictor1, at Tim Parachka. And it can also hit bombs, make putts, and leave the flight stick in because it is a. That's what I was looking man. for. That's yeah, what man. I was looking for. But I was looking okay. for the little sale. I sailed your thing a little bit too. Okay, good. People are. I'm, I'm using the the platform now, Coach Now, which is a great platform. Drawing lines, doing a little uh, voiceover video. So we look forward to it. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Be back next week. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.